Good morning, Masechina Darim Daf Mem Tet 49, and we're starting on the Amud, new Perek, Perek Shishi. So this Perek, yeah, the Mishnah seems to introduce the idea, we set up until now, we've discussed making the Darim and the Ekonam, it's something that's Asur, like the level of Hegdesh, etc. But the, the, the words obviously have got a lot of meaning. So this Mishnah is going to discuss some examples of the words that you choose could either be a very narrow meaning or a very broad meaning. I think it'll come clearer in the in, in the mission itself. So a person makes an neder min amavushal. So a person says that I'm making a neder from anything that's cooked, right? So what does mevushal mean? Well, we know from from Shabbos. I mean, Shabbos. What is to bishul? So on Shabbos, it's quite obvious because we know that you've got bishul or you haven't got bishul achar bishul. If you've cooked something already, you can't cook it again, but you can have. Afia achar bishul and bishul achar afia. You can have baking after cooking and 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 then also tzliya. You can have roasting after cooking. So that means cooked. You can still roast it. If something roasted, you can still cook it on Shabbos. If something's cooked, you can't cook it. If it's roasted, you can't roast it again. If it's if it's uh, uh, etc. You with me? So cooking and roasting are the same thing. Roasting is in an open fire normally, and cooking is in a pot with water. So now you've got something which is shaluk, shaluk. Some which is boiled up, like if your vegetables are shlukim, where they're soaked in water and they're very soft. That's called shaluk. When mevushal could be something which is a bit firmer, a bit harder, less gravy, less juice, less water. So depending on what you'll say, will extend the level of your neder. So some things are all encompassing, some things are very limited. So the Mishnah says, not even mevushal. So look at Rashi. Mevushal, he says, yeah, mevushal means mevushal kera'ui. What does it mean, kera'ui? Right? Like how it should be. In other words, not overcooked, not undercooked, just cooked. Or then you say, mut- so then if that's, if that's the case, if you make a nedid, you want to have mevushal stuff, so then mutar b'tzli of a shluk. You can have roasted foods and you can have uh, shaluk, meaning very, look at Rashi, shaluk, mevushal, your termidai, overboiled. Okay, so mevushal means how it should be, and then shaluk is already overdone a bit. And salui is roasted on an open grill. That's not included in your neder. Amar, if you said, I'm back in the Mishnah, konam tafshil she'eni to'em. Right, so I'm a konam tafshil that I'm not going to taste. In other words, I'm making a, 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 a neder that I'm basically including everything. If you look at Rashi, says, kol tafshil mash, that includes everything. Tafshil, so when I said mevushal, it had something specific to tell me or something which was cooked, properly cooked. Tafshil, now anything that's cooked. So a tafshil, anything it would include a roast, include a shaluk, include everything else. So asur masek kedaira. See, that's the government says you asur masek anything that was cooked in a pot, kedaira rach, which is soft. However, umutar ba'ave, you'd be, a, you'd be able to eat something which was very thick, like a porridge. We'll see in a moment why. Umutar ba'beitza turmuta. And you'll be able to eat an egg, a turmuta. We'll see that in the moment what a beta turmuta is. Uh, if you look at the, I'm skipping here, I know. We'll come back to the others, but just it's, uh, I'm, not, I'm not able to control my, my uh, curiosity to explain what a beta turmuta is. Okay, so I'm jumping the game. Look at the run. If you look at the run in the wide lines of the run, fourth wide line in the middle, it says, We'll see tomorrow's daf. The shalkelei bemaya. Chamime, so it's it's boiled in in hot water. Alpha zimna a thousand times. 
ואלפא זימנה במאיה קרירי. And then another thousand times in cold water. So you put it into hot water, out of hot water a thousand times. And it's very, very bored, obviously. And then you put it into, th- into cold water a thousand times. Ad de mitzutra, until it becomes so small, the mitzutra from the zutar becomes very little. That words, it like completely uh, shrivels up. Kedebalala velo mitachle barif. You can just swallow it. You don't eat it with bread. So that is what, in case you were all wondering, what a, tur- a beitzer turmuta is. Okay, so it's been a thousand times in hot water, a thousand times in cold water. It becomes like a little egg, just pop it into your mouth, and you eat, obviously, very soft as well. You don't have to do anything with it. So if you make an, a neder from tafshil, that's not included. Ubedlat haramutza. And what's dlat haramutza? Dlat haramutza, it's like a type of a pumpkin. And the Rosh tells us, the Gemara explains. Okay, so we'd have to wait for the grace where the Dlat Taramutza is. But so let's go back again. You make a konam of any tafshil. So you can't have a kedera rach. What's a kedera rach? A soft kedera. So if you look at the Tosvot, Tosvot explains that what's a kedera rach. The first Begemorah, kol midi shenotnin vopat lishrot karui tafshil. Anything that you would soak bread in, right? When we say la petra pat, you know, like when you la nagev in Hebrew, you take a, a thing of hummus, and you're like, give, that's called la petra. Anything you'd like soak it in with, with bread and eat up the gravy, that's called tafshil. That's called tafshil rach. Okay? Umutar ba'ave. And you'll be able to eat it with a thick sort of stuff. And the tosfot against it over here. And that doesn't get eaten with a pat. You've got a whole question which you won't get into now. Uh, so we're getting an idea that tafshil again means almost anything. right? But specifically stuff which you eat with bread. And doesn't include these types of special delicacy eggs or dla taramutza. We'll see that in the Gemara what that means. Then hanoder mi maase kedera. That was making it neder from tafshil. Now what about maase kedera? Because a moment ago we said if you make a neder for tafshil, so you can have kedera, which is like anything cooked in a pot, which is soft, is asu, which is thick, is muta. Now you make a neder maase kedera. Right? So what is maase kedera? Things you're cooked in a pot. It says, You only asur from foods which are cooked in a pot, which are cooked very hot. Right? If you look at, at, at Rashi over there, Anything that's got a gravy, anything that's liquid-based, that will boil. Okay, so if you put, I think rice, for example, might not be included. I think rice has got gravy, right? You put lots of water in it, but when the rice cooks, it becomes very solid, Correct? There's already gravy in rice. It's not a wet. It's not wet. It might be moist rice, but it's not, not a gravy sort of thing. So rice wouldn't be a, a masse kadeira. Amar, if you said konam hayored le kadeira, I'm making a net that I won't eat anything that goes into the stew, into this type of pot. So then, asur bechol at then now you can't eat anything you would normally cook in a pot. That would probably include rice as well. Okay, so that is. Uh, uh, if you look at the Rashi there, just the last uh, Rashi on the Mishnah, if you say uh, on the Masek Kedera, on foods that go into Kedera, so not Masek, sorry, on uh, whatever goes into Kedera, so Now make the difference if it's soft, if it's hot, even a porridge, you're going to stick Quaker oats into a, into a pot and cook it up so it becomes like a nice thick porridge. That would also be asur to eat if you made it a neder of uh, anything that you're red like Kedera. Okay. 
The Gemara says, like a Tanya Rabbi Yoshea. So the Mishnah said, the Tanakam said, I know him in a mumvushal, mutar, but sleeve of You can have roasted and overboiled food. Rabbi Yoshea says, as oser. Right, Rabbi Yoshe, look at Rashi, yeah, betzli ubeshaluk, the mitkare nami mevusha. He says, that's not true, says Rabbi Yoshe, in a brighter. He says, even roasted foods and even overboiled foods are still called mevusha. I suppose in colloquial Hebrew, you say, I want to, I'm having a, 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 a something's mevusha, called torko, you'd even be referring to something which was roasted, correct? If you had a nasty piece of meat, roasted piece of meat, you would say, Mavushal called Torko, it's completely cooked. You would do that, right? Even in English. You wouldn't say it's completely roasted. You'd refer to a roast and say it's completely cooked, correct? Say it's raw or cooked, even though it was a roast. That's Rabbi Yoshe's Taina. Right? He, says, uh, he says there, look at the run. The run there, the first run in the Gomorrah. So we are about eight lines, in, seven lines into the run, at, in the wide lines, towards the end. Gomorrah, you see the Gimel Memeh, Taina Rabbi Yoshe The Nodim and Mavushal, Asur Batsli. He says the same thing over there. Right? He doesn't say Shaluk, but he says Sli, but I think it in, or, or includes the same thing. So now, in the, back in the Gemara, we see this often in the Gemara. Now, even though there isn't a proof, we can't bring you an exact Pasuk and say, this is the Pasuk that it comes from. But there's a Raya. There's a hint towards it. What's a hint? Shneemar. We're quite the Pasuk over here in Divra Yamim with regards to the Koran Pesach. The Pasuk says, they cooked the Pesach in fire. Now, what's the Pesach? The Pesach is salui, is roasted. And we see the Pasuk calls it by Yevashlu. They cooked it, but in fire. So we see them, they, then they cooked the, the kochim in the pots. And in the, in the urns, etc. So we see that by Yevashlu. And Vayevashlu and Bishlu with Aish, etc., all used as synonyms. And therefore, Gemara says that the brighter says it isn't might not be a pure Pasuk, but there is a very good hint to it. Gemara says, okay, this is the Machloket between Rabbi Yoshi and Tanakama. To Rabbi Yoshi, Rabbi Yoshi says, we go after Lashon Torah. Look, the Torah sometimes calls roasting Vayevashel, and sometimes it calls cooking Vayevashel. And maybe we can say that our Tana, what's our Tana saying? No, when it comes to Nadarim, we look at what people are more likely to refer to as something. So we asked it a moment ago that we interchange Bishul and, and Salui. He said, maybe so, but really, there is a word, you call that roasting and you call that cooking. And even though we said that the roast could be properly cooked, we still dif- differentiate between a roast and a cook. And that's why Atarakam is saying, no, Nadarim, we're very specific. We go off the people used in their day-to-day speech. And the Torah, Ma'at Sanat's call it, Bevushal Sanat's call it, tell you, that's not the case. God says, no, that's not the Machloket. The Chula Ame, Benadarim, Anecha Chalashom, Benadarim. Everybody agrees. Both Atarakam and Rabbi Yoshea. And when it comes to Nadarim, we try and go after colloquialisms and not uh, Torah-based language. So what is the, um, the Machloket between Tanakam and Rabbi Yoshea? Mar Kiatre, Mar Kiatre. Depends where they lived. In the place of Yoshe lived, they called roasting cooking. And when Tanakama lived, when Tanakama is Rabbi Meir, they called roasting, roasting and cooking, cooking. Even Rabbi Yoshe called So wait a second, didn't just um, say where I live. He brought a pasuk. 
So maybe it's not so, um, uh, you know, Makuba, yeah, that they all agree with regards to Shabbat Nadam. Yeah, we see that Rabbi Yoshe actually what about says now. Even Rabbi Yoshe didn't bring that Pasuk ready as a Makor. He brought it just as an Asmachta, as some sort of way to, to refer that even the Torah, they speak about those sorts of things. But it's clear that it was not nothing to do with Torah. It was a, a, it was a basically uh, local-based, uh, he calls that, and therefore, he would say that if you said Tafshil includes Sli, Ramari says, no, we don't, our town, we don't refer to Tafshil as Sli. Right? So that would, be, uh, that would be the story. Okay. The Gemara says now, Baha, Konam Tafshil. So we saw in the Mishnah, when the guy says, Konam Tafshil, She'eni To'em. So it would be specific what you said. So he says, Baha, Mi Tafshil Nadar. So what's going on over here? At the end of the day, the guy made a neder from a tafshil. Right? So why are you distinguishing now between, in the Mishnah, between kadeir arach and ave, uh, 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 gravy and, 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 uh, and thick? He said tafshil. Look at Rashi. Tafshil, tafshil means something that's cooked, a pot roast. Who cares if it's uh, liquidy, if it's gravy or if it's hard? It's called, called tafshil. What's the difference? So Abaya, Abaya says, ha-tana, this Tana, right, call midi dimit achel bayrifta tafshil karule. The Tana in our Mishnah, anything which you eat with meat, with bread, sorry, like I said, but you like, you know, you soak up the gravy, uh, that is called tafshil. If you're going to go, <laughs> I have to, I, I can't stop myself. This is what my fathers were famous for. After we'd all finished eating supper, we'd find him in the kitchen with half a loaf of bread, digging out all the gravy from the, from, from the fridge, my mush. Uh, I hope you don't do that anymore, right? <laughs> and um, so karule. He says that that was called kavsh, that was called, and the gross of Hatanya and the Hatanya Rashi points out here, Vatanya is a benichuta, right? This Tanya is there Rashi? Yeah, is it Rashi that says benichuta? Anybody see the Rashi? Tanya, I can't see it now in the Gemara. Vatanya benichuta, right? Rashi is a benichuta. It's a proof, not a kasha. So this is the proof. He says, "Tanya, hanodem in a tavshil." Person who makes it from the tavshil, asur b'chol in a tavshil, he can't eat any types of tavshil. Vasur b'tzli, and he can't eat rose to be shluk and overboiled, mavushan and cooked. Vasur b'hitriot rakot, and he can't eat these hitriot rakot. What hitriot rakot? The Gemara says, "Rashi says hitriot rakot." These are bediluin rakot, like soft pumpkins, right? Some sort of gourds that have been that have been very cooked soft. Rashi says, "Shacholin ochlim b'hin pitan." It's normally good for sick people, and they eat it with their bread. And the Gemara actually says, Okay, sorry, the Rashi. Maybe, you know what? Our Gemara about that had it, and it's actually edited. Rashi puts it in. It looks like our Gemara has been edited. Look at Rashi, because look, Rashi says it. Behitriot rakot, bediluin rakot, shacholin ochlin mahin pitan. said, Rashi's girsa, he never had that. He added it in, Rashi. We've already got it in our girsa. We see, often we see that, that our Vilna Shas has been edited already to include the, the different gears of Rashi. He has a good example. Right? So now the Gemara seems to accept that argument, okay, that that is really what's going on over here, but takes point with something else in the, uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, in the, in the, in the Gemara, right? He says, Aini, what are you talking about? Look at Rashi, Aini. Right. The cholin eat these uh, soft gourds that have been boiled. 
So Asya is a doctor, right? From the word Asuta. Remember we discussed before, right? The word Asuta, the hospital Asuta is not just called Asuta. Asuta in Aramaic means good health. If a person sneezes, so you meant to say to him Asuta, because the minag was it until, you know, a person would just sneeze and die. Then he become sick. I think it was Yaakov. Who was it that Yaakov dubbed to become sick first? And I think so. And uh, but up until Yaakov, you know, God would just sneeze and drop dead. So when a person sneezes, then you say Asuta. It should, you shouldn't die from that. It should, be a, it should be a good health. I think I actually saw it somewhere. They actually have Makor. Here we are, Rashi. There's an Ikute Rashi over here uh, from Asechi Psach in Davkuf Yud Gimel. Asya Rofe. Right, it says, "Ahu Asya." Last phase, this doctor came in to heal him, to treat Rabbi Yirmiya. Chazak carried the machat bebeitei, and he saw their gourd in the house, a cooked gourd. Shaf gave enough, he grabbed Rabbi Yirmiya and took him out the house. I think it's Rabbi Yirmiya, not the gourd. Just help me out there. I think it's he took Rabbi Yirmiya, not the gourd, right? Amar, and he says, Malach maftait leiledain bivetei. There's Malach hamavets in that house. Va'ana iu la'asvet, I'm going to heal you. So I think he's talking about the Malach being the gourd. That if you're a sick guy and you're going to eat that overcooked uh, pumpkin, you're going to die. So the Gemara is saying, how can you tell me that the Gemara agrees with the argument where it says, Vahatanya le'tanorim in atavshil ha'shubachom in atavshil. Right, that the Gemara is not a problem with, but this question of this hitiriot uh, rakot, these these very soft gourds for people to to eat. Then when sick people don't eat those things, the doctor ran him out. The Gemara said, "Look, Ashia, you're right. It's not really a stira." Ha berechiche, ha baashunei. Rechiche, it's out there. Rach means soft, right? She says, "Berechiche moal moilim lecholim." If they're very very soft, they help. Baashunei. So the Tosfot says, yeah, the third last lines of Tosfot at the bottom of the daf there, he says, Perush kashot heim ra'ot lechole, she'enan mevushalot lekatsorech. So he says, really, it's not true. If they're very, very soft, then they can help. And we all know that, right? When a person gets very sick, so, uh, you know, you get baby food. Baby food is good for little babies and also good for very old sick people, unfortunately. That's the way that it works, right? When it's hard to swallow and hard to eat. So eating all the soft, cooked, very soft cooked vegetables. But if the gourds, gourds, how do we pronounce it word? aren't really soft enough, then, they, then they're very dangerous, and they're obviously the ones that he saw over there. Uh, Rav, that's answer number one. Rav gives another answer. Rav bar ula amar, ha bekara gufe, ha begave dekara. He says it would depend. He says a different answer. It's not the question whether they're hard or soft. And again, Tosford comes to the help over here. He says, bekara gufe perush chitzon she bekara kashe. So the, the, like the peels, the outer part, the thicker part, that was dangerous for the chole. But the inside, so peel it nicely on the outside and feed him the inside. And that's, uh, that, that would make the difference over here. That's answer number two. Rabbi Huda brings a proof. This is the Rabbi Huda. What's he talking about? The two different types of meals. There's a silka and a kutach. Right, so we know Kutach from the group many times. She says over here that the Luliva Dakara, the heart, the inside, uh, Dakara is good for Silka. Look at Rashi. Luliva Dakara Silka, Toho Shildlaat, Yafele Cholima Tardin. If you're going to have a, 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 like a spinach dish. So it's good to, you know, to have these, the, the insides of the pumpkin. And Luliva Dakitna, 
Right? That's the tochen shel zarone pishtan. If you've got a flaxseed, so the inside of the flaxseed is good to eat with the kutach. Okay, and now listen to the Gemara. says, I love this Gemara. It says, V'davar zeh asul omrobi pnei ama'aretz. And you can't tell this Gemara over to an Amaretz. I see Michael is sitting in the Beit Midrash in, uh, of Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Meir, Shkoch. Okay. <laughs> the Gemara says, Why in front of Amaretz? Because if you think about it, it's actually crazy. What The gourd is this and the outside gourd is that. And that's good for the Chole. And this is good for the Kutach. And this is good for the Kitach. So you'll see the different Mepharshim on the Daf give different reasons why you shouldn't mention this to Nama Aretz. So let's start over here. Sorry? So let's start with Rashi. Rashi says like this. So Rashi goes in a positive spin. He says this is, this is proper medicine. Right? And Rashi is going in a very elitist approach. That the Tamil can't just give clues and give things to the Amaratim. You've got to be careful you say to the Amaratim. You can't just give them things. They can't just benefit. They've got to go earn their Hana'a. They can't just get it. Right? And some say, I don't know, maybe they, they, they shouldn't eat too much and ruin all their uh, flax seeds. Okay, so that's Rashi. Look over here. Uh, at the at the Tosfot, Tosfot has got a more practical approach over here. He says, "You tell them this, they'll just mock us." They would you tell me that you sit and talk all day about, right? For Omrin, Shanu Kovim Mile the 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 Chucha veItlule Bashas. We're putting jokes into the Shas. Now we had a guy in South Africa. I mentioned him here a few times. First, Moshe Sharon. And my father's getting started. It was his famous one. He used to give a Gemara every shop. So he was brilliant. He is still brilliant. He's a, he's a, he's a genius of a guy. He knows everything. Uh, a little bit of happy chorus. And uh, he used to give a, a, a Gemara Shir on Shabbos afternoon, packed Gemara Shir. And he would often say, call a Gemara, then he started laughing. And say, ah, you think this, is, this, this isn't really Aloha? He says, the guys, they've been learning for 12, 14 hours. They were tired. They cracked a joke. And now the joke fans went to the Gemara and you've got a hundred guys writing theses now trying to explain the joke and everything. Okay, that was classic of Moshe, Professor Moshe Sharon. So yeah, he talks about it. He says it. He says, if you stick into the Gemara, he says they're going to end up this is Tosfot was worried about Moshe Sharon because <laughs> that's exactly what he said, right? He, I don't think you'll mind me talking about him. He's a good friend of mine, of, 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 and he doesn't mind me getting excited if I quoted him, telling him I, I called him up because he'd be even more excited. Okay, so uh, so he says over here, he says, uh, he says, Kovim milay de chucha veitlule bashas ube contras piresh. See, and Tosfot quotes the Rashi over here. He calls him the Contras. You see that? He calls him Contras. He calls him Rashi. Tosfot quotes the Rashi. That's unbelievable. Tosfot actually refers to the Rashi as Contras, which maybe, I don't know, any, something to think about. But he said, I don't, like, I don't agree with Rashi's answer. That's not the story. And then, if I'm not mistaken, I saw a third. Uh, yes, look at the Rosh. The Rosh goes similar along the lines of the Tosfot. But he says, They'll laugh at us. Well, oh, you big time. There's not some of the time you Even a woman knows that. So Tosfot and, and the Rosh both are worried about Amaratim uh, laughing at them for different reasons. Right? Tosfot's worried that they'll think make a mockery of the Shas. And, and the Rosh says, 
A big deal, you know, wax your tongue, put it into the Gemara. Everyone knows that, even the woman. Okay. So, okay, so Rav Amar, so now Rav says something different. Rav says, man cholin. Who are the people, when we say the cholin over here, right? That, that's good for the cholin. Who are the cholin? He says, Rabbanan. He says, Rabbanan are the cholin. Why are they Rabbanan called the cholin? Look at Rashi. She oskin betorah. They're busy doing Torah. They don't get any benefits from the world. And they get sick as a result of it. They don't exercise. They don't get sunlight. They're inside. They don't do anything, etc. And they, uh, and they, and they, uh, and, and, and they get sick. And that's, that's quite a sad uh, concept, that, if you think about it. Because, uh, maybe that's the difference today. Baruch Hashem, I think today you've got Tamilech Hachamim, go to the army. They fight, they fit, they train. You go to a leave, for example, you see the weights outside, the guys' rooms there. You've got all these machinot today. We've got sitting, mamas, learning properly about Tamidrash. But they're healthy, healthy, healthy looking guys. Okay. So, Rabbi Tame, and the says, and Rabbi continues to Amarava on this line of Tame Cholin. says, to Amarava, Kaman Matzlinan al Katsire. He says, uh, like, exactly like Rad, who are we doubting for? When we dive in the Torah, he says, look, Rashi, Mashin Naksirah, Rofeh Chole Amoyshah, Misarfeh Chole who are talking about? Heal the sick. He says, Va'al Maria, Va'al Pletatsofrehem. Right? So we, 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 Ketzire, Ketzire, Mamash are properly sick, and Maria or the Rabbanan, the weak guys, because they're sitting and learning all the time, all the time, they don't get strong. Okay. Let's go back in our Mishnah. The Mishnah said now, when you make a neder, I mentioned somebody this morning, I think, that the daf is a little bit longer than normal. If you take a look, there's not, we haven't seen many dafim like this in Masechid Adarim, right? Where it like goes to almost the whole, the whole Amud is full of Gemara. So we made a ne- we made in our, in our Mishnah, we saw that, uh, we said, Umutar ba'ave. We said, if you make a konam tafshil shani toem, you won't taste the tafshil. So we said, you asur b'mase kedera, rach, gravy stuff, but dry stuff like a porridge, you'd be able to eat. So the Gemara says, Matnid loke bavlai. Amish is not like the like these bavlaim, right? When the Gemara says kebavlaim, it means like the minag in bavel. It was like the chamim of bavel. Look at Rashi, loke bavlai. The melafte Pitan bedaisa to have the ave because in the bavlaim they even eat their thick porridge with bread. There's some people who eat everything with bread, right? This is the bavlaim. Now we know as a rule we've seen before that bavlaim is not always the most uh, uh, praiseworthy term, right? It's not necessarily a term of endearment. Right? And what comes next? And here comes the Gemara. The Amr of Zaira bavlaim tipshai this stupid tip bavlaim. Right, eating bread with bread. Or eating bread with bread. Right? So I'm Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda. Now there's a Girsa situation over here where the Bach adds the words Laika. But I also saw Girsa which says Ika. Now it's Rav Chizda. It says Ika de Mashi Lehon. We ask these guys, La Halein Nekadne de Hutzal Hadein Daisa. Heichan Malein Michleha. What's the best way to eat it? So what's going on over here? Look at the run. 
רן צריך, זה לא כבבלאי, מדהים נשארי עבה משום דלא מתאכלי בהריפטה, רן צריך, זה לא כבבלאי, דאילו לבבלאי, כיוון דאכלי בהריפטה, תו של מקריב אסור, דו בקונטרד אסור. אני חושב שזה נקרני, שאוכלים בנקיות. לשון אחרת של נקדני, נאדה ורשן, היא סייסית נקדני, שמדקדקים באכילתן, כדי להאמין להם בפרק שלוש השעה. הנקדנים תופסים אותו בכך. והוא שואל את השאלה, איך הם מתיקולים, האנשים שלהם? איך אמרתי את הפרש, דחיתי בלחמי דחיתי, או דסארי בלחמי דסארי, do you eat, if it's a wheat based porridge with bread that's made from wheat, or if it's a barley based porridge with bread made from barley, or דיל מדחיתי דסארי, או דסארי בכלל, maybe you've got to eat the bread based, the wheat based porridge with barley bread, and the barley based porridge with wheat bread. Right, Rashi explains all of those things, but basically we see the idea over there, that the Bavlaim ate all of those things. So the Bible says, rather, אכלה בחסיסי. לוקד רש"י, אכלה בחסיסי. היה מלפת פיתו בחסיסי. רש"י סדר מפרש לו במסכת פסחים. What does it mean? It's קמחה דאבישונה, which means קמח של כליות שעורים. So it's uh, roasted, roasted barley seeds that they make the flower from. שלא הביאו שליש. Okay, like very fresh ones. הוא מבש אותן בתנור וקלופין הן. So you roast them in the oven. Right, and then you make that very, very, so he would eat this, so Rav Achrei B'chassisi, so how much he'd eat the cereal, I thought Rav was from Bavil, right, so he would eat it, anybody's got a better explanation than what Rav did, but Kemach Shol Klayot Rashi Zaviyake, so basically I would eat it, okay, Rav Baravuna Ashkar Ravuna, he found Ravuna, the Ka'achil Daisa Bezbita, now that we're discussing eating porridge, the Gorbis is a story, so Rav Baravuna found Ravuna eating porridge with his fingers, right, with his hands, not a spoon, אוקיי? ובכל דרך הם בטרטים ובכל דרך הם בטרטים. אוקיי, two or three things. סאמר רב לחיה ברי, וכן אמר רב הונן רבי ברי. So רב חיה told his son, and the girl also רב הונן told his son, מזמנין לך למייכל דייסה עד פרסה. there's a different, two rashes here. The girl said, if they invite you to eat porridge, so then go up to a parsa. It's not worth going for more than a parsa to eat porridge. So if someone invites you to a meal, they're going to serve you porridge. They live within a parsa, what's it, like four kilometers, so then go. They live more, don't waste your time to go. That's the one explanation. We'll see it in a moment. And the mechel bishred the Torah, and if it's uh, ox meat, right, good, healthy, good meat, which we know it takes a long time to cook, etc., ad klata parsin. That's already worth going three parsin, but that's worth going 12 kilometers. So from here to Ranan is a good place to go if you, can eat, if you get invited out for meat. But if you get invited out for porridge, don't go more than to Kadima. Okay, basically that's, that's, that's the idea. There's another Rashi over here that says, 
now, it's quite interesting. It's just a curious, interesting piece of curia. In the old days, it was very common before Comrades Marathon to eat a steak and eggs. That was, that was the meal. The opinion was that that gave you energy. That was like in the old days when protein-based energy was the big thing. I don't talk about like 30, 40 years ago. Guys used to, even longer, to sit down for a big steak and eggs meal before they go and run 90 kilometers. Like, I don't think too many people do that today. But anyway, the Gemara seems to be of that opinion, by the way, that, that steak... It's giving you a greater, more energy than a, than a porridge. So that's preferring protein over stock, over carbohydrates. Okay, we saw that already. Okay, now, while we're carrying on, another story. Look what he says over here. He says, Let's just read to the end here quickly. So look at the Rashi over here. It says, Don't spit in front of your rabbi, in front of your rabbi. Everybody remember that? In Erevin, Tzad, Tet. Right? Tzad. I can't remember what that is going to be. But anyhow, Tzad, Chat. I don't know. Right? Right? Glad, he said, if you ate a porridge, uh, 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 sorry, a, a pumpkin, and, and, and then you, and porridge, and then you suddenly got all this uh, spit in your mouth, plot so then don't, don't, don't stand on ceremony, spit it out, turn around and spit it outwards, right? This is already life-threatening. This is basically like a like a like a, a wick of lead, right? Like you know, that's they swallow. That's they kill people. Chenik, pour hot lead down your mouth. Right? That's the that's yeah. the so that's basically like that. That's what he says over there. Afilu uh, malka. Even in front of the ruler, right? The the Persian rulers there spit it out. Well, we're on this case of, of eating with, with your fingers. Another story. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, Chadachil Daisa, Betzpate, Chadachabutza. So one ate. They're eating out of a communal pot now. You'll understand in a moment why I'm telling you this. One ate with his fingers and one ate with hutza. The run over here tells us what hutza is. He says, Beklipat eats. Like with a piece of wood. I think I saw the Kutarashi as well. From Shabbos, hutza aleshe lulav. Like a lulav leaf, a lulav branch. Right? To unfade dekel. So using it like as a stop of a spoon. So the one ate with his fingers, the one ate with a piece of wood. So the guy eating now, we don't know who's who, right? The word says, one of them was eating with a spoon, one of them was eating with, the, with his fingers. So the one eating with the, with the spoon says to the guy eating with his fingers, How long are you feeding me your feces? Why? Because he wipes his, uh, when he wipes himself, he uses his hand, and he's got all stuff probably in his fingers, his fingernails, his face, whatever it is, right? So I think the run actually says that. Hold on, let's look at the run quickly. Yes, I thought I hadn't made it up. Right, the run says it. You've got all this feces under your fingernails. 
And you're eating, you're sticking your finger into this pot that we're eating out of. So you're feeding me your feces. So, he, you know, he wasn't, uh, we're talking about Rav Yehuda here and Rav Yossi. So we're not, uh, we're not, we're talking about two slouches. So he knew how to answer him. So he says, How are you going to carry on feeding me your spit? Why? Look at the run. He says, uh, uh, no, it says, uh, the rock is before he says, Because you put it into your mouth, and that way to clean it. It's wood. So it's got all your spit on the spoon, and you're sticking it back into the pot. So each one's got it right. What's going on over here? So Rabbi Ulev, Rabbi Shimon. So that's the end of the story, by the way. That's just a, 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 a commercial break. I don't know what it is. Right? What, Robert? There, there were two Eastnesses. Two Eastnesses, yeah. Two Eastnesses, yeah. Rabbi Yudav Rabbi Shimon Aitla Kamayu Belufsin So the Gemara said that Rabbi Shimon They brought in front of them Belufsin So our Gemara says Blusfin The Haga'ah over here Changes it to Blufsin Right I saw Haga'ah somewhere I can't see it right now I'm chasing my time He says yeah Belufsin Okay so it says Blufsin What are Blufsin So Rashi says over here Te'enim shli pashlu yotemidai Overcooked figs. Right? Overcooked figs. Right? So we've seen this Gemara, the top of Gemara before, right? These over, overcooked figs, they can cause a lot of, you know, cause your stomach to work overtime. So Rabbi Yehuda Acha, Rabbi Shimon Acha, Rabbi Yehuda ate, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon never ate. Right? So Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda who ate, says Rabbi Yehuda Shimon who never ate. My time is not eat. So he says, Amar Le Rabbi Shimon, Eilu, En Yotzin, Mibnei Ma'ayim Kolikar. He says, these things, Bad to eat, they don't get out of you. Once they're in you, they're stuck in you. He says, He says, How much more so? You should eat. Why? They'll still be the same tomorrow. We have to eat tomorrow. They'll last till tomorrow in the country. Eat. You can save your time. You have to worry eating tomorrow because the, the, these figs will still be in your stomach. You won't be hungry. Rabbi Yehuda, have a yatid come Rabbi Tarfon. What's the last one? Rabbi Yehuda. This is Rabbi Yehuda the Tana, right? See if I'm Rabbi Tarfon. So I'm Rabbi Tarfon. Hayom panecha tzubin. So Rabbi Tarfon said to Rabbi Yehuda, your face is very uh, shiny, right? Like yellow or green. You're looking very excited. So Amar Lehi says, Emesh yatzo vadecha l'sadeh ve'viu rani. And brought me, right? Your guys went out and brought us tardin. Brought us, uh, well, tardin. Uh, the tered, is it uh, spinach? Whatever, give me an English translation there. Right? V'achlanu b'lo melech. We ate them without salt even. And it was so comforting, so so satiating, so enjoyable that this is how excited we're looking at it's without salt. Imagine if we're eating it with salt, how fantastic it was. So it was this matronita. Rashi says over here, matronita is a, is a goisha woman like a balabosta, like a salt somewhere. But we know who matronita is. Uh, yeah, Likutle Rashi, Maturita, Sarit Nochrit, like an important noble uh, woman, a Goisha noble woman. She was sitting there next to Rabbi Yehuda, and she, uh, she wasn't so convinced that his face was nice and green and, sw- and smiling because of the terret. So he says to Rabbi Yehuda, Moreva Rave. Now, Moreva Rave, I saw a note that interested me. It was too uh, attracted my attention. This. There's a, a, a Maharsha. Which is Moreva Rave is actually a play on the words Moreva Rabi. Right? He says Moreva Rave from More, like, and Ravui is like satiated, like for, properly drunk. He says, he's talking nonsense. He says, You think we believe you that it was because of the terror that you ate? It's Moreva Rave, you drunk. 
And that's why you see your face is lit up like that. It says, Moreva Rave. Right, look at the run over here. The run says, Moreva Ravui, he says. Baal Hora'ah. So more is a teacher, Baal Hora'ah, who mishtaker, and you drunk. Shemitok shirata panav tzubin, aita savush nishtaker. Okay, he doesn't explain the, the play on the words, but he says, more veravui. But the Mahashav says, more veravui from more veravui, more veravui, So Amarle, so Amarla, himnuta, veyade dahi itata. So Amarla, himnuta, veyade dahi itata. Some sort of shvua, he says, ita imna ele kidusha v'avdalta v'arba kaseh de pischa. He says, believe me, he says, the only wine I ever drink is wine for Kiddush and Abdullah and the four glasses of wine for Pesach. Right? You can rush explains here. Himnuta Bayadi says, Emunati Bayadech, Shaini Shote Kola Shanaya Ele Kiddush Vavdalti. He says, that's something like a shvur. Vechograni Tzidai. And even then, when I do drink the wine for Kiddush and Abdullah, or maybe Pesach specifically, he says, I strap up my temples. Mina Pesach Adatzeret. Because I've such a headache from Pesach to Shavuot for that little bit of wine. Right? He says, Ella Chokhmat Adam Ta'ir Panav. He says to her, It's the wisdom, the Chokhmah of Adam is that what shines your life. So in Torah, that's what excites me. He says, That's what shines myself. So now, Rabbi, the Tzaduki, this is Rabbi Yudah, walked around with a very shiny face. So the Tzaduki, this Goya over here, was always mocking the Jews, says, Panecha Domin. He says, Your face, you're smiling so much. Right? Either you're lending interest, money at interest, or you're farming pigs. Obviously, farming pigs was a good business in those days, and lending money, but rip is always a good business, right? So he says, you're smiling so much, you're walking around happy, you made so much money, you're obviously not working very hard, and you've got a good job making lots of money. Uh, look at Rashi, Shain Marvichin Beyoter. He says, Marvichin, they're the highest earners, right? Upneem Tzubin Veyafin, and their faces are always shiny, they're always walking around, very excited, very nice, good note, Soros. Amalei, says, I want you to tell you something, my Tzaduki friend. As far as us Jews are concerned, Tarvayu Asiran. Both those things are Asur. Both to rent Beribit and to farm pigs. Look at Rashi Tarvayu, Yehudai, Vadai, love me now, you Panaitu. He says, definitely, what you can be sure of? I don't know what my face is from, Simon, so definitely not from those, from those two things. Ella, Esrim v'arba batei akisa itle. He says, but I'll tell you what I think it is. He says, there are 24 toilets. Min bitta ad bay midrasa between my house and the bad midrasa. We've seen this story before. I don't see Mishra Shasavia, but now there is Mishra Shasavia. Brachot. Okay. Anyway, Brachot. Long time ago. Right? To, to what's it? Three years ago, Brachot. When did we start Brachot? In January 2020, I think, eh? Yeah. So 2020, 2021, 22, three years ago. I think someone's raising his eyebrows there, but I think that's right. Okay. But I guess it says, but I guess it means, bitter at Bay Midrash. And one by one, I go into each and every one of them. Right? Uh, and that's, what, that's why my face is so shiny, he says. Completely cleans himself out and nothing to worry about. Rabbi Huda, Azil, the Bay Midrash, the word tells him, Rabbi Huda, we go to the Bay Midrash. Shakil Gulfa al Katfa. He'd carry a, a Gulfa. The run tells us over here, a kankan, like a, like a, a barrel on, on, his, on his shoulders. 
And Amar Gedolah Melachash Mechabed Ba'aleah. It says so good. He worked. He felt proud because he carried this thing the whole way. And Mechabed to why was it? Why did it give him kavod? So the Ran says over here. They never had chairs in Bekminosh in those days. So he brought a barrel, carried it the whole way, or a kankan or a jug or something, which could sit on. He carried a, bar- a jug, a-, a basket, sorry, a tena on, on-, on-, on his shoulders. Look at the Tosfot Avia. Tosfot tells us Avia, we're talking about over there. He says, Tena. Uh, uh, she went out and she got wool of the glimmer and made a bit of a coat the hutvi what does hutvi mean uh, the Rant says a Hutvi Chashuv, an important coat. Right? She had an important coat, Hutvi Chashuv. Uh, if you look at the Rashi, yeah, he says, Rabbi Yudah, can't have a man, no, 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 uh, this important coat. Uh, sorry, I lost my place. Okay, Kadnaf Kat Lishuka Mixebe. And Rabbi Yudah himself would go out, he'd cover himself with it. The Kadnaf Rabbi Yudah Litsluye, Kadnaf Kat Lishuka Mixebe, right? I mean, Rabbi Yudah would go to Davin, have a Mixel Matsi. Okay, so now, the story which carries on tomorrow will stop over here. I think it's long enough.